You're listening to the Grow Further Podcast, dedicated to helping you on your journey to get from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm Christy. I'm Ellie. And we are your hosts. Grow further with us, starting now. Hello there. What's going on, everybody? This is Chris with Grow Further. We're really excited to introduce you to a speaker series where Ellie and I had the chance to interview some really amazing people. And we're going to be sharing these interviews, these episodes with you, but we're going to be taking it in bite-sized chunks. I don't know about you, but when I listen to an hour-long episode or an hour-long podcast, it's easy for me to forget what it is that I heard because I heard so many amazing things. So we're going to continue with the mindset that Ellie and I bring, which is keeping everything a little bit shorter and more tight. And we're going to be picking out the highlights of each of these interviews that we had with these amazing people. So let's get to it. So today we are talking with the Dr. Harriet Lerner. Harriet Lerner is one of the nation's most loved and respected relationship experts. She has been studying the psychology of women, family relationships, relationships in the workplace for her entire career. She has 12 books, including The Dance of Anger and Why Won't You Apologize, which are definitely amazing reads. Definitely get them. And they've sold several million copies. So to say that she's a celebrity to us, and this is probably the highlight of, you know, our our careers, would be an understatement, probably. You know, Harriet really helps us to understand what a good apology looks like, um, what elements of relationship repair need to be present, what elements shouldn't be present to allow a relationship to grow. And really gives us some great, great advice around how to show up, bring our personal best each and every day at home and at work. Ellie and I have had the opportunity to talk to our leaders about relationship repair. You know, we provided them with a couple of skills to help them for when good things were going on. Right. And then Ellie and I talked about it and we're like, we also need to help our leaders prepare for when moments are tougher, when you might owe someone an apology or when you put your foot in your mouth or when you don't bring your personal best. And that's when your work really came to mind for us. And so we talked about relationship repair. However, we didn't say that an apology is always necessary for a relationship to be repaired because it's so dependent upon what is going on between those two people or that theme. But I would love for us today to focus on apologizing because far too often, I think we think it's easy. You know, it's just say, I'm sorry. And then you move on. Like how difficult could apologizing really be? I think those are some of the comments and thoughts that people have. And I think a great place to start might be with a simple question of why is an apology so important? You've spent your life talking, like researching this. Why is an apology so important? What do you think, Harriet? That's the question I was asked when I began writing, why won't you apologize? It's like, how could you write a whole book about apologizing? How boring. You know, people's eyes would roll back in their head. But it's really important because we're all connected. We all screw up. We all unwittingly hurt others just as we're hurt by them. 
So the need to give and receive apologies is with us to our right up to our very last breath. And when done right, an apology is deeply healing. But when apologies are absent or they're vague, blame reversing, gaslighting, whatever, it really puts a crack in a relationship and it can even end a relationship. So this is a really important subject. And apologizing is at the heart of everything we value most. It's at the heart of friendship and parenting and marriage and and leadership and our personal happiness and self-esteem. So big subject. I couldn't agree with you more. It's such a huge topic. And I love the fact that you're bringing up apologies are important in all walks of life. I feel like (laughs) I'm apologizing to my wife constantly, but I have to say, since reading your book, I think more deeply about how I apologize because it isn't as easy as it seems because I've been on both sides. I've been offered an apology. I've, I've said, I'm sorry. And it hasn't worked out. And as our conversation continues, we're going to see that it's much more complicated than just saying, oh, I'm sorry. And I love that you said that it's part of the fabric of every relationship we have, because it, it's so important that we recognize that we're human, right? So these human moments, they're going to happen, but being equipped with the tools and the skills to be able to overcome and bounce back <laughs> from those human moments is so important. And it's something that we need to really be intentional about. Exactly. Harriet, how would you define a good apology? Starting with the definition, and then it'll get more complicated probably as we move along. But in a good apology, we take clear and direct responsibility for what we've said and done or we've not said and done. And we take responsibility without a hint of evasion, blaming, vagueness, obfuscation, excuse making. We don't bring up the other person's crime sheet. And of course, we do our best to ensure that there's no repeat performance. So that's the short answer. There's a lot to unpack there. There really is. And our leaders might be thinking is that sometimes there are business decisions that we have to make that do impact people negatively. I would love to just understand or hear more about what if you don't really feel like there is a responsibility that you it wasn't your intention so much, but the business decision, it had a negative impact. There's still the challenge of taking full responsibility for the decision. Um, a leader needs to tell people what's going to happen and make it happen. And when you say one thing and it doesn't happen, then you need to apologize. Let me give you a simple example. Um, Suppose that you told a person on your team that they would definitely get to go on a sales trip to the East Coast and bring their partner along with them. And then it turns out the budget was cut and that's not going to happen. It still can be challenging to get it right and with empathy. So, you know, you could say, uh, sorry, you're not going on the trip, but you know, it wasn't under my control. Or you could say, if you're a good apologizer, I know I told you that you were going on the sales trip to the East Coast, 
It turns out there are no more spots. I know how much you wanted to go. And I screwed up to tell you that you were definitely going because I wasn't careful enough in paying attention to all the uncertainties that, you know, that might come up. And I'm, I'm really sorry. It, it's not about your intentions. It's about, I think, in the workplace in particular, it's about taking full responsibility and being accountable without blaming anybody else. I love that. And, you know, Harriet, this makes me think of the fact that Christy said it, right? There are a lot of ways that we mess this up, unfortunately. So what are the three most common ways that you feel we often mess it up an apology or, or most common apology errors? From my research, here are the top three. One is with the word, but... I'm really sorry I forgot to call you on your birthday, but I was flooded with work. Everything fell through the cracks. The word but always signifies a rationalization, a criticism, or an excuse. It doesn't matter if what you say after the but is true. The but makes your apology false. So rule number one, get your but out of your apology. (laughs) I love, I love it. That. I love it. And it's so awful. I mean, we say that all the time, I think, yeah. when we're apologizing. I think we say, I'm sorry, but. Exactly. The second way that we mess up the apology is we focus on the other person's feelings or reactions rather than first apologizing for what we said or did wrong. Um, let me give you an example. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry that people were offended by the joke that I told at the meeting. I'm really sorry that I offended you. It wasn't my intention. That is not an apology. There is no accountability there. So a sincere apology focuses first on the specific words or behaviors that you're sorry for, rather than implying that you're sorry that the other person reacted as they did. So for example, a real apology would be the joke I told at the meeting, it was insensitive. It was out of line. I am really sorry that I told such a just off joke. And I want to assure you that it won't happen again. So you name what you're apologizing for rather than first, rather than I'm sorry that you were hurt. I'm sorry that your feelings are hurt. Uh, That's not an apology. Well, and it seems like with the latter, you're actually, number one, making an assumption of how you made the other person feel and that you're kind of rationalizing it through saying that it's on them. You're putting the accountability back on them because they were the ones who felt that certain way versus it just being here are the facts at hand and that's what I'm apologizing for. Exactly. And it can sort of apply in parenthesis, you know, why are you being so sensitive? You know, your problem that, you know, I, I'm so sorry I said that. I didn't realize this was a sensitive issue for you. And so you're sort of very subtly, you may be implying 
the other person was too sensitive or misinterpreted you. So you really make it a point to name the the behavior words that you're apologizing. And you do that first. And then you can say, of course, you know, if you feel that I'm really sorry that I hurt you. Yeah, that's a really important thing. So really making sure that you're sticking to the facts. And it seems like the theme here is that you shouldn't be more concerned about preserving your own ego and preserving yourself. And you really should be open and take take the shield off and, you know, open yourself up to really being vulnerable in that moment of apologizing. So what's the third? What's the third way? I know, that I'll totally it. mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> the third one is using an apology as an excuse to avoid listening to what we don't want to hear. This happens a lot in, in marriage and personal relationships. Um, that we want to get out of a difficult conversation. We don't want to listen to what we don't want to hear. So we say, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's sort of a way of quieting the other person. So that is the third way. Just to add a fourth, another apology error is to go on too long. Oh, mm. an apology should be short. Brevity is very important. If you go on too long, you'll end up ex- over-explaining yourself, making excuses, undoing your apology. So there may be more to talk about, and you can talk about that, but keep your apology short. Do you think that we would do that perhaps when our anxiety is higher? It's very common when we're nervous or it's a hard conversation. When anxiety is high in any conversation, we will push the extremes, the polarities. So either we will shut down in a hard conversation and we won't give people the information they need, or we do the opposite, which I do in a hard conversation, and we go on and on. So keep the apology. Sure. Yeah, I am guilty as charged of every single one of these. So so I have a lot of work to do. And it's interesting because I think the third and the fourth, you know, way that we mess this up actually go hand in hand because they're the antitheses of each other. And I feel like the third one is like the dirty yes. You're telling them what they want to hear so you don't have to hear anymore. And then four is what you do to fill space. That's my problem. When there's some space, I want to fill it instead of letting the person actually take time to digest. So I think that that's so incredibly important. I see this all the time. A therapy client has been very insulted by her mother. And it's so hard to say something very simple and short, like, mom, what you just said hurts my feelings. And just leave the space and you know, put the mother on the hot seat of needing to respond to that, to sit with it and respond to that. Um, Because when you just come in and talk and talk and attack people, you actually let them off the hook. So I think leaving space is a incredible skill in all relationships. So anyway, I have a question though. Is there any responsibility on the person on the receiving end of the apology? Ideally, 
the person on the receiving end would always be happy to accept the olive branch and be so impressed with us for a very good apology. We have no control over how an apology will be received. We have no control over any of our courageous conversations will be received. So in, in all of life, in all of relationships, we can be the best communicator in the world and show up and be a very best self and our communication is not well received. So that's one of the hard things about an apology and why it you know, takes courage and we feel vulnerable. We don't know how it will be received and we can only do our best. You that's, think that that's one reason why people don't apologize? It's not going to matter anyway. The other person, we've been through this. You know, I'm thinking for either personal or professional relationships, because I think this conversation is geared towards either. I've apologized before. It didn't work. It didn't matter. So I'm not going to waste my time. Well, I get what you're saying. If we're reaching to be our best selves, we apologize because it's the right thing to do. We apologize because it is the value that we have to take responsibility, to be accountable, to say, I was wrong, I screwed up. We don't apologize to get results, like the other person's going to give us the applause and, you know, say how great we are. Of course, we all want a certain response when we apologize. That's not ideally why we do it. We do it to be our best self and to do the right thing. Thank you for listening to the Grow Further podcast. If you'd like to help us grow further, please subscribe. And don't forget to let us know what you thought of today's episode. Thank you.